1: Okay. Hello, everybody. My name's Stevie Kim, and this is Italian Wine Club on Clubhouse today. It's been kind of a crazy day around here. I almost didn't make it, but I knew Joy and and Leica. They were both on standby. Because we had him kind of a marathon. I've been I've been in this podcast booth since I, I guess half past one today. So it's it's been a long, long recording day, but very, very happy to be here today. Because this is the ambassador's corner. Today will be the fireside chat with Patrick Uccelli. Very, very excited to just relax, grab my wine, and listen to you guys. Of course, this is it's all about ambassador, Italian wine ambassador, in our case today's Andrea Abito. Ciao, Andrea. Ciao, Stevie. So Andrea is from God. California. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. I'm just okay. reading that you had a distinction from your WSET diploma program, and I cannot believe that. I, I've barely just started. <laughs> and she was awarded the Pro-Vine Scholarship in recognition of her academic achievements in 2017. She's, of course, she leads the um, Italian Wine Scholar Guild specializing in Italy, as well as the Italian Wine Ambassador from the Italy International Academy. And Ger, I won't be asking you any questions today because I can't hear you. I don't know what is going right. on. Um, no worries, D. and she's a som instructor with Canadian Association Professional Sommelier. So I'm just going to have you take away. Maybe Andrea, before you start, would you mind just telling us why you've chosen Patrick Uccelli? As your favorite wine producer and of course the learning objectives sure hi everybody thanks for the introduction stevie yes so why did i
2: choose patrick uh so they asked me you know to choose a favorite producer and i'm pretty sure i can never choose one favorite producer but i appreciate many different producers for many different reasons and i chose patrick for this interview because I felt that he could really bring an interesting perspective to the discussion and probably introduce our listeners to his unique philosophy and some of the innovations that he's implementing in his vineyards and um, in his whole sort of farm that he is developing um, and and growing in Alto Adige. So um, that's a lot of the reasons that that I chose to, to chat with Patrick today. Um, I'm hoping by the time the interview is over that everybody will have maybe um, a better idea of what peewee grape varieties are, um, maybe something that's new to some people. Also to have an understanding of um, the viticultural and cultural challenges facing Alto Adige in the face of climate change and trying to implement more sustainable um, practices. Um, also Patrick has a very unique approach to labeling his wines that I'd love everybody to, to learn about. And yeah just uh, kind of be aware of some of the new projects that uh, that Patrick is working on in um, in his in his winery. and then uh, you know one of the questions I was asked is how did I discover the wines of um, Dornutch? and um, in my kind of former role as a buyer for a wine store here in Canada, I used to work closely with Classica International, which is an Italian based distribution company that, really specializes in um, sustainably produced wines and um, their European rep had so much respect and passion for Patrick's approach that I agreed finally to taste the wines and uh, I was hooked at that point too, just not only on um, the wines themselves, but just on Patrick's whole philosophy and approach to, to viticulture. So I'll tell you a little bit about Patrick and then I'll start right in on the questions. So. Patrick Uccelli was born in Bolzano in 1974. Uh, he grew up in the city, but uh, left the city for good in 1995. And in doing so left behind uh, his studies uh, in, in, in medicine, which he didn't, he didn't finish, but he started, and also um, philosophy that he studied in, in Austria as well. He really discovered his love for wine around the year 2000. And he since then has devoted himself to studying oenology and viticulture. He achieved uh, two degrees, one in Italy, um, and one in Geisenheim in Germany, and started his journey into the world of wine. Um, <clears throat> he has um, worked in Trentino, Germany, Alto Adige, Sicily, Tunisia, Apulia, and then went back to the small family business in Salorno in Alto Adige. And since 2008, he's been producing wines in the company, which he, together with his family, have been developing from year to year um, according to the guidelines of biodynamic farming. So Patrick, um, maybe you could explain to everybody kind of what inspired you to sort of shift gears in your life and you know move from studying medicine and philosophy to this world of wine.
3: Hi, hello, hello to all, thank you very much for this invitation. I'm really happy. I'm a little bit excited because uh, English, it's not so my mother language, but uh, hopefully we will manage it uh, in, a, in a good way. So what has inspired me? Yeah, uh, I think there is uh, a, a lot of answers in one answer. Um, I think in in first one of, of um, yes, one of the things that, that inspire me or yeah, it gets hand in hand. It's just a way to observe my reality, the reality that surrounds me, okay? And uh, of course, I think my philosophy studies, they helps me to to, to um, ask myself why or why things are going in this way or why the reality is, is like this okay and uh, to to find some answers in 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 real life or the to for me to find some answers to to this kind of questions was uh, um there was only in the nature you can find this kind or i was able to find some kinds of answers on these questions only in the nature and so uh, the only thing or the the the, the That's what that was the way back to the to the earth, you know, that's um, because you can observe some, uh, yeah, how to to say it properly. You will. I'm able when I'm when I'm in the field, when I'm out in the nature or when I'm out in the vineyard, I can observe some some things that are happen. Okay. And there are some uh, rules that you can observe. And that helps me to understand the reality in that I live, you know, I don't know if it's clear enough. Okay. But that's... that's the approach. Okay. So did
2: you, did you always, from sort of the beginning of your business, did you start implementing biodynamic practices right away or was it a conversion?
3: <clears throat> no, it was, it was, um, when I started, the, the, this business, it was 2008, uh, the vineyards and the estate—it's—it's it's quite older, okay. It's uh, because the, it's mentioned it for the first time in 1288, so we are talking about 800 years ago. But when I've started to make, to make my own business, I have some notice about Rudolf Steiner, and I noticed about about who uh, some things are connected in our reality, and so only way to, to get into agriculture was by, by uh, following the biodynamic rules. But I have to say the truth for us or for me, especially for me, it's not like a Bible. OK, there are uh, there are really inspiring uh, ideas and, and inputs in biodynamic farming. But I don't want to, to follow blindness. Okay, that's that's for me. It's important to to to, to say it uh, loud and clear.
2: <laughs> okay, um. So, what are some of the biggest challenges that you see kind of facing sustainable agriculture viticulture in Alto Adige?
3: So, especially in Alto Adige, I think there is a, a, a climate questions. So, we have more than one thousand, one thousand leaders uh, rainfall during the year and you have to consider that um, the mostly part it's coming during vegetative uh, fast that means that uh, we have to be really careful with with the defense or uh, with um, yeah when we have to take care against fungus disease okay we have peronospora we have some oedium some mildew okay and so we have to take care of that in a really uh, focused way okay there is no uh, no errors allowed because otherwise uh, you don't want to get any grapes and so <laughs> that's what that's what's the first one okay. okay yeah another point could be the the mentality okay, okay. because we have we have uh, really we have good prices for wine grapes uh, we have good prices for, for wine here in Alto Adige. That means mm, the people, they have success also in an e- economical way, okay? And mm-hmm. when you have success in an economical way, the way of thinking, it's not easy to, to uh, rebuild. I don't know if it, it's, if it's the, the right word to describe that, that process, but the people say, yeah, we are successful, why we have to change okay so there's a
2: a reluctance to change because things mm, seem to be working the way they are so why would you disrupt that that's
3: that's exactly the point okay Okay. because when you when you are successful why you have to change
2: right yeah and so but you see it's successful right now, but you you have the sort of yeah. foresight to see that it's not a long term success in terms of you know we're competing against climate change and we have to adapt to those sort of things. So
3: yeah, we 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 think that's the point, and yeah, we think that's the point, or we know that's the point, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's why we we are um, um, really intern. Com- yeah, our we are really um, noi siamo convinti or, or we have a deep um, um, we are deeply uh,
2: committed to
3: committed that the agriculture also in this case viticulture must catch co2 we 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 have be a part of the solution of the problem and not a part of the problem right i don't know yeah. yeah. No. And, and and that that's that that must be changed in in in, in that that is the point that must change. Agriculture in this case viticulture must be a part of the solution to the uh, CO two problem.
2: And do you have do you have a, as even a small group of producers that are working together in in your region, or is it fairly fragmented?
3: There is okay. We are a small group. It could be it depends on which on which um, in, there is a small group, um, but as a lot of viticulture uh, viticulturist or producer, uh, every producer has a strong character. And so n- n- we can see mm. it. Uh, not everyone together you know because right. we are really really there are some uh, big egos so <laughs> me too so so we have to say the truth so maybe i'm not so so uh, open for for. but i think it's just a question of time it, yeah. it it takes time because everyone it's still discovering what what's going on and after this process i think we will we will ready for a new uh, sociality, you know, but mm-hmm. but in this process, we are really fixed on, on ourselves to, to check what's going on, what can be what what can we what can we do for all the things for for catch CO2 to get sustainable, more sustainability, and so on, so on. So in this moment, I think everyone, it's really focused on his own. Okay? okay. But in a couple of years, I'm sure that, that we could be a great team. Yeah.
2: Okay. So what are some of the things that you are doing, um, uh, on your farm to, to combat CO2? And I, I speak of a farm because it's not just a monoculture where you are, you're not just growing grapes, you are growing other things. So could you tell listeners a little bit more about that kind of holistic approach to farming that you have?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and and that's uh, that's the point. Yes, uh, we are we are talking about farming and not only viticulture. That could be the first, not the key, but the first step to a deeper understanding of what we are doing here. Okay, um, we are improving our estate, and we think our estate as something uh, organic. That means you need more and more different um uh, organs okay and so we don't develop only uh, the plants but we develop bring also uh, uh, the animals okay and that helps us to 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 increase uh, the organic <coughs> sustanza, the organic substance or can substance. i say or organ- yeah. Huh? yeah okay so, sustanza organica and and so we try to to organize our farm in this in this way so we have it depends on 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 the seasons we have between 10 and 25 sheep here in the farm four five uh, goats we have a cow a calf okay of course we have some pigs we have chickens we have rabbits okay we have some donkeys because it's fun and it helps our spirit to develop, because all the relation, all the types of relationships that you can uh, improve, that helps to improve your spirit. I don't know if it's clear enough what we are doing here. I, and I, there I think I understand.
2: Ne- yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, they are all necessary for our developing, but not only in terms of organic substances or CO2, uh, uh, to catching CO2, but also and that's also uh, 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 one of the most important point to develop ourselves. You know, that's that also uh, uh, a key to understand our work here. We do all these things for the environment, for to catch CO two to increase uh, organic substances, but we do in also to increase ourselves
2: okay to 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 sort of grow yourselves and to uh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. okay so in the in the vineyards um you are um experimenting and using some peewee grape varieties Mm -hmm. could you explain what peewees are
3: yes i try to do it really (laughs) quick quick and fast okay bb it's the acronym for uh, a really hard german word. (laughs) pilz widerstandsfähige rebsorten that means there are grape varieties there would be a resistant against fungus disease okay and especially in this case we are talking about peronospora and and oidium okay, okay. they are the 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 two biggest disease that we have here in in europe okay mm-hmm. and for these two disease when you work organic it's necessary to treat the wines with copper and sulfur, okay? right. just, to, just to let you understand when you have Pinot Noir or Pinot Blanc or, or, or another classic variety, we have to cover them because organic works with to covering the plant and not, right. and not from the inside, right? We cover the plant with copper or sulfur or both uh, against this fungus. okay? and that we have to do it here in Alto Adige we have, we do it between 7 8 and 14 15 times okay it depends on the season and how much it's raining and so on and so on with PV varieties they are breeded in field and that's that's a point that we have to to, to, to give attention in the future they are breeded in in field that means that that someone is uh, breeding some, uh, Asian or American, uh, Vitis genre with, uh, with Vitis vinifera genre. Okay. They put the salmon, it means the seed. Okay. They, yep. they, they, uh, they impollination. Still- impoli- well, yes. impoli- exactly. Yeah. They um,
2: pollinate, they pollinate,
3: yeah, they that. pollinate, exactly. Some, uh, wild, let me say in this way, wild vitis genera with the, 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 the classy with the vitis vinifera. And that's why we, we will um, uh, try to get the, the resistance character, because um, the wild vitis genera are basically resistant against this fungus disease but also the characters of the wine grapes of the domestic vitis the vitis vinifera merlot or riesling whatever okay right. so they pollinate the the, the wild with the with a domestic vinifera so they started so more or less the first uh, uh, the first the first works started 100 years ago but the really serious works it's it's 15 16 years ago okay? okay so now we have the the yeah the first generation of pv and it, they are still going on because you are still pollinating you are still poly, pol, pollinating, pollinating yeah. okay the the varieties and so the varieties are still going on mm-hmm. and so we have the 2.0 and so on so on so we have now a uh, uh, 30 40 50 different varieties and they don't need also that, that the the example of souvenir or uh lauro or the other this this or prior this these varieties that we have planted here they don't need or only in the in the hardest year they get one or two sulfur treatments otherwise i don't i i make zero zero treatments and that's really interesting
2: yeah so i mean because it's not just the fact that you're not spraying with copper and sulfur but it's also less water being put onto the vineyards Mm -hmm. less compaction through the tractors so less co2 emissions so it's not just the initial treatment there's lots of impacts kind of down down the line yeah Mm. and so do you find that the the more recent um kind of generations of the peewee grapes are are the flavors getting kind of closer to what many people would consider sort of traditional wine flavors because that's one of the i think some consumers are reluctant to embrace peewee varieties because they maybe taste different or they think they're going to taste quite different than
3: it also in fact um, as as every new variety or every new variety that you have tasted that's it's a new flavor of course so Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's the first impact okay but i think when we talk about uh, reluctance um, i think it's more mentality yeah Yeah. it's just mentality because that gives you a, a sort of when you when you, you okay merlot and you know how more or less merlot has to taste or pinot noir and right. so and you feel at home <laughs> when you have to reconsider uh flavors or your impression and so and the the classy wine lover i think it's not so open as he is seeing his, himself, i don't know if, if it's. Yes. Uh, okay I, I he said ah i'm open for new wines i'm looking for new wines when they have new wines in the glass so they are not so open as they <laughs> means okay yeah and i think it it could be something for the new generation because they would be i think more interested in, in sustainability. sustainability
2: yeah. that's
3: in uh, because they can reconsider the flavor because the wines are in fact the wines are good
2: yes okay. yeah they're not coming to the table with all these preconceived the, uh, no exactly yeah. there
3: are no foxy tones no way okay <laughs> they are they're really good yeah but, but it, it, something is going on in the head of the wine lovers okay right because if i if i do a blind tasting here in in, in the estate i mm-hmm. can i can read it in the face they, <laughs> they they like the wine but when i discover and i explain to him that they are drinking PV now. I see some doubts are starting in 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 his face. <laughs> <laughs> and when when they when they uh, not all a lot of people they are really open. and say, okay, I buy this wine because it's good, and that's enough. Right. But the, the 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 wine lover who is who is saying I'm uh, I'm an expert. The experts they they have more difficulty to get. To open uh, in in this way, to get opened in this way. Okay, so they, they certainly... took the Pinot Noir because it, it's it's comfortable. That, yeah, that it's comfortable. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's the point. Thank you very much. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so which which great varieties are you working with right now? You have Pinot Noir. You have the... oh,
3: we have the classy. Okay, we have Pinot Noir, Pinot Blanc, Pinot Gris, uh, Pinot uh, Chardonnay, uh, Gewürztraminer. And Manzoni Bianco or Encrocho Manzoni. that's a, It's a breed between Pinot Blanc and Rhino Riesling. Right. And then, yeah, that's the, 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 the Vitis Vinifera varieties. And then we, we we have PVs like Bronner, Solaris, okay. Cabernet Blanc, Souvenir Gris, Prior, Regent, <laughs> Cabernet yeah. Cortis, Cabernet Canto. We have a lot. We have, lot. We have white, <laughs> white, and red. And okay. we produce three different wine. we do a white a red and an orange
2: okay and are you planning on what is kind of the split in the vineyards between the the peewees and the traditional grape varieties in terms of acreage or hectares devoted to each
3: so the we yeah at the moment because our we have a, a small estate or there it's not so small for Alto Adige rules, but it's right. for, for the rest of the world. Okay, so we work seven hectares, and we have more than one hectares with PV. And, okay, and from from 2013, all the the new vineyards that we have planted was there was PV.
2: Okay, so you're definitely committed to peewees and moving in that direction.
3: <laughs> I, I think it yeah it, it's it's my wife Carolina said it's uh, it's the future and i will i will try to say it a little bit more as a PV, it's it's really strumento strumento it's um, yeah it's something that could as help us for a really for a really, yeah. really sustainable agriculture okay i don't know if it's the future because it's not easy to define what what's the future <laughs> you know but but it it could be a good um, a good thing for right. a good future that that's that's for sure uh,
2: at least a, a component perhaps of the future something that's yeah, uh, yeah at least mm-hmm. going to play a role in the future of it can you so you have a very interesting I'll call it interesting uh, approach to labeling your your <laughs> wines <laughs> um, maybe you can explain a little bit about how you've chosen to label them and then we can kind of talk about how the market has reacted to to those <laughs> labels <laughs> I okay. think your labels your labels are really uh, to me a real testament to just your commitment to your approach and to your philosophy because it would be much easier to label your wines a different way but you really committed to this so I think uh, people will be interested in in what it is
3: <laughs> yeah uh, so a, a good friend of mine they, they, they asked me one day so Patrick in a world that where everyone try to get to get to the customers to 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 let them uh, uh, an easy life or to 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 not to to yeah to 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 be uh, easy to understand you have you you made uh, a step in a in in the opposite direction <laughs> and and it's like okay you are you it's true it's true yeah our labels they have two different uh two different informations okay Okay. we have a a a graphic part okay there there could be some colored dots or some historical catastrophe maps or some colored watermarks. so these elements shows you uh, gives you the information of what's inside the bottle okay which wine type okay the graphic shows you which kind which wine type which wine profile is in the bottle okay okay and then you will recognize on the label yeah a big number okay and the number it's some it's it's the progressing of the bottling Reihenfolge, Folge di bottigliamento it's the, the order in which the wines were produced were, were produced or were bottled bottled okay? yeah exactly we started with this new idea of labeling 2019 okay so the first wine that we have bottled 2019 they get his graphic part and then he gets the number one the second one that we have bottled the number two number three so until 2021 we are arrived to uh, up to 26 and next year we will move on to 27, 28. So in fact, there is a lot of Maisons also in the Champagne. You have to think right. Jackson is also numbering the cuvées and so on. So it's nothing. It's nothing new. Okay. No. But the idea was to give to sottolineare to un, um, underline. Right. Uh, can we say underline. Okay. Yeah. The idea that wine it's a cultural product, of course, but it's also a, a an agricultural product and for me it's 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 more important uh, the agricultural value of wines and if if there is uh the thing that will characterize uh, characterize some the agricultural product is that it's unique or it's yeah the unicity yep. and the 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 fact that you can repeat it and so in fact when you have drink wine number seven it's over and they're it's there will be never be a, a wine like seven, or twenty five, or two hundred. Okay. When it's done, it's done, and it's just to underline this idea of uh, of, e- of unicity of the agricultural product because lo- logistics. So the the uh, logistics and the trade allows you to to get some uh, tomatoes or cucumbers or whatever every time in your supermarket, but it's unreal. Who is growing tomatoes knows that you have just two months, maybe three months. So here in Alto Adige, two months with tomatoes, then it's over, So okay? And it's just to, 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 to let the people think about that. Okay. okay, that's that's the idea behind to to, to to try to connect the people to to the unicity to the se, uh, to se, season seasonality yeah to the,
2: se- the seasonality of the of the uh, of the product,
3: agricultural the product farm. exactly
2: yeah okay so do you do you put the vintage on there as well or just the number of the bottle no, no.
3: yeah in front you will find this both information about the wine profile and the number. And behind on the back label, you because it's the legal label. Right, <laughs> I have to put the the variety and also the vintage, of course. Okay.
2: okay, so you were talking about like the kind of the pictorial aspect of the graphic aspect. So with the peewee grape varieties, for instance, they would have—is it the dot
3: for the peewees, or is it the more the watermark? No, for the peewee, it's the watermark. Yeah, the, the watermark. It's the watermark and the dot are for the Vinswath.
2: The so, Vince Vincenzo.
3: Vincenzo. Okay. yeah. Uh-huh. See,
2: <laughs> and then the the map or the more the historical, the older vineyards. Is that uh,
3: there are for for uh, the selection? There are wine, there are things for aging. You can put it in your cellar, and and then you can take it out after a couple of years. So, so it's wh- more so reserva style.
2: Okay, so I'm I'm sure there are some uh, sommeliers, etc. That. Uh, are cursing your name as they're trying to figure out how to uh, write your your wines in their wine list. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it keeps it entertaining.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so, can you tell us a little bit about your kind of winemaking philosophy? What your approach is in the cellar?
3: Oh, okay. In the cellar, it's 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 really easy. Okay, there it's yeah. Now we prefer. Oh, I will say it in this way. Uh, we. Uh, we use less technology but a lot of technique yes okay? so we have a, a a lot of different wine making techniques okay okay and and that starts with uh, uh, in the vineyards when we choose to 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 pick the grapes with different maturities with a different scale of maturity okay okay we start with a little bit some fresher maturity than with a middle maturity or with a late maturity. Okay, and then we bring uh, in the cellar uh, the grapes. We crush it or we press it or whatever. It depends. So we 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 made white or red. We don't use any uh, sulfites. We mm-hmm. we don't use uh, selected yeast. We don't make any fining or clarification. Uh, if it's really necessary, we will filter the wine. Otherwise, we don't filter the wine. It depends on the cloudiness, on the cloud. Yeah, how much cl- cloudy. Yeah, on the cloudiness of the wines, and we put a little bit of sulfites just uh, before the filling. Okay. So it's a, it's a really uh, conservative. Um, how, yeah, I think it's a really. We say in Italian, non-interventista. Yeah,
2: okay. uh, non-interventionist way. approach. Not you...
3: interventionist, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. because otherwise it doesn't make sense, all the work outside. Right. Yeah, when we change the structure, when we change the matrix of the wines uh, in the cellar, it doesn't make sense to, to all the approach outside in the, in the vineyards, on the field. Uh, so for for us it's 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 the philos the red uh, yeah
2: the right uh, philosophy it's a continuation yeah. of that philosophy yeah it's a continuation
3: yeah. of that we are doing outside we doing we doing also in the cellar of course exactly
2: can you i want to give a few minutes to have everybody learn about your kind of new project that you're working on i've been uh, watching the progress of the new cellar being built on Instagram. So if anybody wants to check that out, Patrick's always updating kind of the next development in the in the new cellar that they're constructing. So can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to, to do that project and something to do with, cause you were also going to be having some food and wine kind of mm-hmm. activities there eventually. So if you want to explain yeah. a bit about that. <clears throat>
3: yes we are we are uh yes, we are building our new seller, mm-hmm. and that's in 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 first because the old seller yeah, it's easy, it's not my property, so it's my own and and I'm near to fifty, I think it's no more a hobby, right. I think now I can say uh <laughs> I'm a professional, <laughs> and so I have to start to 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 do it in a in a professional way okay and so we have decided to to build our own cellar uh, on our place and and when we have think about the cellar uh, it was clear that we will not only produce wine because we are we are uh, deeply convinced that um, a farm or an estate like our it must be uh not only a a, a place of, of where you grow so of cultivation but that must be also a place of culture okay so that uh, can mm-hmm. you recognize the difference okay and so we will we we will uh, have a place called bushenshank in alto adige it means like agriturismo but not where you can sleep only where you can eat okay <coughs> And that will we will open it uh, two times during the season in the spring and in fall, and of course a shop, but with a with a nice uh, with a nice balcony, with a nice place where the people can also uh, stay chilled and drink a glass of wine. Okay, so we have this different si- situation, and also a, a place uh, where if someone would would offer. I don't know some yoga uh, hours or a uh, uh, a nice moment of of uh, like a
0: meditation. seminar
3: <laughs> or oh, meditation, whatever. Yeah, yeah that that's that's the point. Some the farm have has to be a a point where where culture grows. You know.
2: Okay, so when do you plan to have uh, the new solar completed? <laughs> <be needed? laughs>
3: so yeah, that's that. Yeah, in the in the in the global supply uh, chain, uh, globally chain supply there is ooh, there we, we we see a lot of uh, delays and the prices are going up in a in a really whew, hard way but yeah. if we are really lucky and if if we are uh, and everything goes well we will open the new seller and and Made the new vintage in the new cellar, two thousand twenty-two, and if we are really able, we will open the the shop and the balcony and the terrace uh, in July two thousand
2: twenty-two. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. Yeah,
3: and then and then uh, and then let's see. Then it takes a little bit more for the bushenschank for the agriturismo. I think it because we have also we have really we have three little little childs. Uh, kids, yeah. sorry, children.
2: Yeah, three. Yeah, three children, young children.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, big, the 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 big one, uh, the the older one, <clears throat> it's uh, five and a half. Uh, the middle one, it's three and a half, and uh, and the little, it's one and a half. So we have to breathe a little bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so but, by- but we are, yeah. But we are preparing everything. We are, we are, uh, yeah. And maybe in two years, two and a half years, we will start also with agritourism.
2: Okay, so yes, yeah, so, so by twenty twenty three, the the via mm-hmm. uh, ambassador. That could will, be. Yeah, we'll be yeah. able to go on a fatiuni una gita scolastica to uh, <laughs> Patrick. <Yeah.
3: laughs> that would um, be great. Yes.
2: Yeah, so, is it is that something that you do see more producers in Alto Adige embracing like the tourism kind of side of things?
3: Yes, they do, but. We are also one of this of this uh, uh, one of a po- important part in the tourism. So the the wine, it's an it's an a, a, attraction. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's an attraction also. So consider that <coughs> Alto Adige has. Yeah, okay, now we have to consider COVID situation, okay? Right. But
2: well, that was my more... next question, so yes, you can talk yeah. about COVID.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. More or less, um, Alto Adige has uh, 33 million uh, per notti. It means when people staying for a night here. Okay. Okay?
2: Yes. So
3: more or less like Venice, okay? There okay. is a lot oh. of people, okay? Yes. And so the wine, winery, wine culture there is a lot of things for wine lovers here we are really good in that okay our our uh, marketing destination marketing uh, institute it's really good in that and so a lot of the tourists comes for the wine and that's why a lot of uh wow the, the the bigger one producer they are perfectly built for tourists also and and the little one, like we are, are slowly, slowly, uh, trying to 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 also to to get an offer for wine tourism, because okay. it's important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, because it it doesn't make sense. Okay, it's really it's great to have our wines in New York, in London, in in Australia, in Saint Petersburg or Moscow. Great, but the, the greatest place where you can uh, where you can drink the wine, it's here, where the wines grow. right, right. and that's why we will bring we are really happy to bring out the wine, but we are also happy when the people comes here and and, and get an idea, get a feeling, can can really touch with his hand where where the things are growing, and who is behind also
2: exactly yes no it definitely makes for a an experience you don't forget and
3: uh
2: you're forever sort of emotionally attached to those wines if you've had an opportunity to to drink them where where they come from and to share them with the people that make them i think it's uh certainly an experience that many people you know are are hoping
3: to have so
2: can you tell us a little bit about how covid has changed your business
3: yeah so in fact i can say um yeah it depends on which and on, on which um level or and which
2: aspect of the business uh,
3: aspect of the business yeah in terms of economy i i, I we grow uh, our best year was be- before covid okay it was okay. 2019. Okay. we was able to grow 2020 and 2021, we will grow really in a good way, more than 2020. Really? So, yeah. In an economical way, we don't, we don't have, uh, <coughs> yeah, you, maybe you will see it with the order. Okay. During the lockdown and the last winter, mm-hmm. there was no order, of course, because all the restaurants and, and so on was closed. And so yeah. there was no order. But when they started, it, it was, it was, wow. It was like amazing. A,
2: flood, a flood of orange. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. it was well, really good. amazing. Okay. Act- and, and, uh, but I think the mostly of our producer here, nobody said, oh, the, the, the guys, yeah, with the, uh, talking they, nobody said, oh, I'm unhappy. Everybody, everybody of the guys that I've talked, was happy with the season
2: so okay good it
3: was a good season for all okay okay and so in in terms of economy i don't i think it it, it comes in the next years because okay. all this price um this price uh, aumenti the prezzo uh, this price um yeah or the, 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 the yeah the gasoline the yeah. World, all the material, all the things are uh, electricity, whatever. They, they are going up, okay? Yeah. And I think we will see something in the next years okay. because then we call it capacità di acquisto. The, 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 yeah, when, when you get $2,000 a month and your fixed costs, are right. are going up to I yes don't know, th- the, yeah.
2: the cost okay. of living the cost of living the cost of doing business is increasing but
3: yeah yeah but yeah But
2: the money coming in is not necessarily so it's like you have as a producer you need to choose do you charge more for your wine can the market
3: handle exactly that then screen? here uh, the, the, here are the 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 questions for the future yeah. because i have to 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 now with the, with the first of January I have to to reconsider to 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 make some um, price yeah price adjustment let's see what happens but I yeah. can't I can't do it in in another way no no exactly yeah that, that's the point yeah you, know? you you're After kind five of- year it's now it's time to, to make some adjustment it I can I can't stay I can't stay uh, without no. no it's not sustainable yeah.
2: sustainability no. is not just about viticulture it's also about business right it's,
3: exactly it's also yeah. in a economical terms of yeah. course there that, that that is yeah that's yeah, exactly. i agree
2: okay so maybe um like uh should i see if anybody has some questions if anybody has a question you'd like to ask patrick you can raise your hand and i can try and uh, bring you up to the stage. I'm not sure if anybody does. I don't see any hands up yet.
0: (laughs) Um, Just uh, quickly step in here. Yeah. So uh, I'm not Stevie. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't sound like Stevie. (laughs) No, I know. Stevie has, uh, has run away for a short moment. She was right back. But um, yeah, no, I was going to say with respect to questions, I don't see anybody raising their hand at the moment, but if anybody does have any questions, you can always forward them to info at italianwinepodcast.com okay. or you can um, also just um, message Leica on her, her Instagram or the Italian... At Ita Wine Podcast Instagram, because sometimes people have questions afterwards or they're too shy to speak up while uh, it's live. So, okay, um, that's great. Thank you for letting yeah. us know. <laughs>
2: So I, well, I, I have a couple more questions for Patrick, anyway. So I can keep asking a few things, and if anybody does have something that they think of, please just raise your hand, and we will we'll bring you up to the stage. So I guess my next question for you, Patrick, is sort of like, what's next for for you and Catalina at the at the at the winery? What is the next project after the cellar? Or are you just focusing on that? <laughs>
3: wow, well, that's a good question. I don't know because at the moment all the attention are focused to doing doing great wines try to, to, to have really healthy healthy soils and to uh, to being really focused on the on the new cellar and um, bataman bataman you know and so i think when the the water with, water, water with will be calm again then some new project will start because, um yeah, that's my nature. So <laughs> at at the moment, I'm really focused, and I I don't have re- so I have some things what's going on in my head. But maybe it could be something interesting for you to know that uh, together with some other producer, we are we are coaching some uh, people. They are requesting um, okay. Asinopo- Asilo politico. I don't know. Some immigrants they are um, asking for asilo politico. Uh, yeah, uh,
2: political asylum. So they're asylum. exactly so they're, okay.
3: And uh, the the project. It's a project uh, financed uh, by the European Community, okay. and we will try to 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 uh, train these uh, immigrants to be to to get some uh, co-workers for our, um, for our uh, yeah for, for vineyard for vineyard worker. that's why uh, we are convinced that it's necessary they, they, they get the language so they can um, learn Italian and German and and they go to make some stages in our in our wineries in our vineyards. Yeah so we, that it's a point that we can, uh, work out in the okay. future to be to be social against who has not the same uh, opportunity in life and that's what we are doing here that maybe could be interesting of of to it's not a new project but we can we can work it out or to 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 yeah so and-
2: yeah no I was going to say I think it's it's a great topic for people to be aware of because it's something that I think a lot of people um, you know really s- would support such an initiative so is there somewhere that people can learn more about that project or if I'm you-
3: not yeah I think uh, Valerie Valerie uh, from she's uh, writing for Trink uh, drink, exactly okay. and Valerie he, he, yeah exactly he writes an article and in in English and yeah. that's maybe could be uh, an interesting article about what's going on here with with this producer group and together with this association La Strada and this okay. uh, Vite uh, project and that could be a, a great article to, to 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 get an idea of what we are doing here in this in this uh, yeah.
2: So again, it's, it's that sort of holistic approach to sustainability. It's the social aspects, it's, yeah,
3: because and it's social responsibility responsibility. Yeah. We, 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 because we are lucky on this side of the world Yes. And there is a lot of people, <laughs> they need a hand. And, Absolutely. And, yeah. And, and when we can help them to get the language because they come in Alto Adige, we work, we speak italian and german so uh, we do the 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 lesson in german and italian and so they get the language they get they get the opportunity to 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 come out of the city because normally yeah in the city when you get a work it's good otherwise maybe you will will find yeah (laughs) you will struggle but if you are on the land, it means outside of the city, uh, there is a totally different people. there is yeah. a totally different reality day by day, but maybe they get to get other chances to grow up in life or or yeah to to yeah
2: to have yeah to be to learn some skills and to yeah. perhaps yeah. a different uh, path for their lives
3: Absolutely. yeah that's that's the point, yeah, yeah. and that's one and and the second it's hopefully we we will uh we will be able to get some young people in agriculture but that could be also a problem uh because there is all the people they want to get uh i don't know in the city
2: yeah
3: uh, the people wants to be lowers la- lowers or lawyers lawyers or, uh, or i don't know the managers or <laughs> Social media, uh, <laughs> what or influencer? I don't know what, they, but but farmers but agricultur- do doing agriculture could be really um, fulfilling.
2: Right, right, but it's a challenge. And so, to attract people it, too. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And that's 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 uh, that's why we 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 will uh, build a new cellar. We will try to bring here the people because we will show that okay it's hard work because, yeah it's really it's hard work but it's a nice hard work yes it's
2: it's a beautiful you have a beautiful place that's for sure <laughs> it's a little yeah. a little kind of o- oasis uh definitely to to visit and i i should probably close things up very really soon because i know stevie likes to close the room on time so um maybe yeah. i'll wrap up here but Um, thank you so much, Patrick, for, for taking the time to, to chat with us. And I know English is not your, your first preference for language, but I think you're too hard on yourself. I think you do fantastic. Thank you so much, Patrick.
0: Wonderful. That was a, a fantastic, uh interview or I really enjoyed that. And I actually was here for, for all of it. I just switched seats. So, um, yeah, this (laughs) was fantastic. It will go up in on the podcast, Italian wine podcast in the next few weeks. And, um, yeah, I'm going to close the room. Let me, well, thank you uh, so
2: much for the, for the invite. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: are you there? I don't know if she's there or if she's going to say anything. She's there somewhere. Yeah, I'm here actually. I'm here with you. Do you want to just tell us what the next clubhouse is going to be? Yeah, so it's going to be Isabella Odero will be interviewed by Amy Ezrin. Um, That's going to be Thursday next week. So watch out for that. Okay, wonderful. Well, everybody have a great evening and we'll see you guys next time. Okay. Ciao. Bye guys. Ciao. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much. Sniff, sip, and Once again, here we go. Listen to the Italian wine podcast wherever you get your podcasts.